Just a couple of quick announcements before diving into this week's episode of the Basically Good Podcast. We have new dice molds. I was able to make my very first cap mold, uh, like one of the big fat square cap molds uh, that some dice users make. It allows for a couple of different ways of making dice. Uh, I did cast my first set. Uh, I am out of resin now until Thursday. We're getting some new, new resin in that is specifically made for dice making. So we're very excited about that. Uh, but uh, the first set that I made with my current resin and with my current skill with cap molds turned out to be a complete and utter failure a disaster, if you will. Uh, <laughs> I just don't, I've, I've read up on it and I've learned a little bit more since then. I'm just not able to try it again. So uh, waiting on <laughs> until Thursday to really, really get that going. The colors are pretty. The design turned out well, but there's a lot of gaps because I messed it up when I was putting on the, the cap. So more to come on that. I promise that I will not let you down and we'll get better and we'll have some more dice here in the shop shortly. Speaking of dice in the shop, there are Currently, two sets, uh, three sets, forgive me, available uh, at basicallygoodpodcast.com slash shop. So if you are in need of some new dice, head on over there now to grab yourself a superb pair. We got what's going on here this Wednesday at 7 CT with Ronnie and Jackson. We're going to be uh, discussing uh, this week's episode as well. So the last five episodes uh we're going to be covering uh kind of diving into uh things that have been going on most recently with some big reveals uh, of some some characters so we're excited to, to dive into that with you all join us on twitch.tv slash basically good podcast this wednesday at 7 ct we got Starfinder episode 16, Pirates and Pestilence, uh, available now uh, on the Bangarang Gang RSS feed. So go check that out. Uh, again, it's separate from our current SS feed of, or RSS feed of the Basically Good podcast. It's actually the Bangarang Gang. You can search it on wherever you find your podcasts um, and get uh, access to just those episodes over there. Uh, great episode. Really a lot of fun. Um, and last announcement we have here today is, uh, it's not really an announcement, it's still just kind of an ominous uh, hype train. We have a couple of very exciting things um, happening uh, behind the scenes. We should have something ready to show you here in the next couple of weeks at the latest. So keep your eyes peeled on our social media platforms over at Basically Good Pod on Instagram, Basically G Pod on Twitter. Go ahead and click that link tree on either one of those and find the link to our Discord where a lot of chatter happens uh, all week. So we'd love to have you over there if you aren't there already. We also have a Facebook page as well for those who want to follow there. We're very excited to, to share that with you all here. Um, it has been uh, kind of a slow churn to get through the holidays and we are waiting for a few orders to be fulfilled. But we are so excited to share this with you. So stay tuned. That is all the announcements that I have for you today. Please enjoy this week's episode of the Basically Good Podcast. Take the mithril chunk, put it in the furnace, hit it with the hammer a few times. We have new armor. Done. It's not that difficult. I don't know why I, I have to I wait. I don't know what you're talking about, Urkel. Look, you can't just microwave fine metals and, and, and just, they don't come out of to course just you be can. armor. If anything, we should try to get Frizzigig to do it, okay? Frizz, I'm pretty what sure do we, do we haven't this? invented microwaves yet. Frizzigig, here's a hammer. <laughs> <laughs> I have one of those. Look, I found one. It's actually, it's yours. I took it out of your bag. What the heck? It's a bit small for my hand. I I imagine Urkel just you standing wish you up on a pedestal and he's hand. just like, 
he's just standing, standing uh, in his plate armor, and he's like, okay, just make what I'm wearing. <laughs> look, look out at of this. this. <laughs> make this, make this. <laughs> Helmet off. Just trace it. Trace it on trace piece it. of paper, Tur- and no one will know. <laughs> just make this. Oh, Urkel, Urkel, Aaron, I forgot to tell you all. We caught so many fish. I caught the biggest fish that ever existed on our fishing trip. Frisky, back me up here. Didn't I catch? It was a massive No, yeah, it was the bait. It swallowed me. It was crazy. I was (laughs) the bait. That's so good. Oh, my gosh. It it was a little messy. It was a little messy. We had to cut Frisky out of the stomach, but he was a real trooper. And he, he hung see, out. It was I fine. See, I see a very large hook. It's like a six or seven inch like hook. And you guys are just strapping rope around Frizz, throwing him out there. And he is just swimming around hooking fish. Like, yeah. The like, most awkward yeah. part was putting the hook through my cheek, but it was fine. Oh, I got used to it. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> it took a solid swig of no, uh, I didn't do whiskey that. before. I him. didn't do that. It was a joke. Oh my god! Yeah, Lepin Lepin keeps calling him Fish Guts for some reason. I don't think that's a very nice name. But imagine Lepin making fun of others' names. Don't worry. I, I uh, <laughs> when we got back, I wouldn't put Fish Guts in Lepin's pillow. So <laughs> nice, classic nice. goof. Ha ha! Look, Frisky is Fish Guts. Actually, his name is Lepin these nuts. My, uh, it is Lepin my dad these nuts. and his brother and his cousins. That was the prank they would all pull on each other. When one of them pissed the other one off, they would just go put some random shit in their pillow, and then they would find oh, it for them. That's like rough. Like pissing shit on their stuff. pillow, like a dead oh, horse head, bro. Anyway, that's, that fucking still reminds me of the time Zach, last name redacted, sprayed liquid ass on my deodorant before <laughs> Ben Bowers fucking bonfire. <laughs> I put it on. <laughs> anyway. It wasn't me. It was a different Zach. I wish I could take that. That's uh, so but funny. I don't think li- I ever li- heard that. I don't take. think I do that. Liquid, liquid ass was the name of a like well, it's like a it's fart. A fart yeah, 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 it is yeah. not it like they actually bad. sprayed yeah. liquid ass out of their ass. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. It smelled <laughs> very, very bad. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was, I was upset. Well, this isn't a pre-pod. This is. Uh, oh yeah, we're playing our D and D. This is the intro. Hey, Stop guys, be it, serious, bro. please. Come on. So my bad, guys. We open to this scene. <laughs> I just had to get that in before we before we go. We we open to the scene of you guys all chatting. And no, I'm sorry. All of the we we went through the rules and all the chunks of valuable minerals cannot be crafted just yet because Frizzigig doesn't know how because he is a lowly no, level ten hero. I'm not old enough yet. Not a level twelve. Maybe when you're older, you'll grow you'll, into it. <laughs> you'll I grow mean, into that mithril sized. But lowly lowly level ten. But level ten is when you start like almost getting to like demigod level so yeah yeah you literally can exactly a lowly like, level 10 <laughs> break right. does have a 20 intelligence now his his brain has just achieved computer levels oh let's let's start there tell me about your your level 10 body <laughs> okay, i'll start so. with myself my uh, since i already bod. told a little bit of it uh we got ability boost at level 10 that's something everyone got uh, everyone also got a skill feat um and uh but i use my ability boost for intelligence to bring it to 20 um i shrink and wisdom they're now both 12s instead of 10s and then i put extra point in constitution which bumped my health up quite a bit so now i have 126 maximum hit points 
Um, uh, other random things that went up, my fire resist went up a little bit. That's cool. Wow. Um, I got an alchemist feat. Uh, I now know greater debilitating bomb, um, which That's is like huge. debilitating nice. bomb I had before, but just better. Um, I'm sure at some point the next combat will all read off what it is. I don't have it on hand right now, uh, but it does better things. Um, and then I, uh, took a feat called Pilgrim's Token, um, that, uh, Jackson took and gave me the idea to took. I did steal it from him, uh, which because I have a holy symbol and I'm trained in religion, um, if I tie with, a in combat with an enemy, um, normally it would go to them, but now, uh, the tie goes to me. So that's cool. Um, what else did I get? I got, uh, a new bomb. Uh, I can now throw junk bombs, which deal slashing damage and uh, do bleed as the persistent damage, uh, which is pretty cool. And then um, I can now make shadow essence to put on people's weapons. It's a pretty rad poison that uh, if they fail it enough checks, uh, does persistent damage. It's a persistent negative and poison damage. Remember, it does negative and poison damage, and then it also enfeebles people, which are pretty neat. Um, the debuff gang continues yeah, to be debuff gang. I just kind of got better at everything a little bit. And you got the uh, the greater alchemist fire. I don't know if you have like broken that down and taken the formula for it. Oh, wait, can I? Can I have the formula yeah. for that since it's a higher level than what I am? Yeah, that's what we talked about before. You you have two. You have two greater alchemist fires. You can disassemble one and learn the formula. I believe. Oh my. Okay. So now you know the formula to make. Those. Okay, I'm going to do that. We can so do I'm going to write that down. But... I have that one too. Thank you, Chance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Zach, what'd you um, get? I got. I did get my rogue feet. Hello. <laughs> or the uh, sorry, the skill feet that I'm supposed to get this level. Uh, so I got something called Shadow Mark, which allows me to, um, if we're trying to sneak past a specific target, I can use it uh, as part of our avoid notice check, and they take a minus three additional like penalty to searching for us, Whoa. but it's just one person. So if it's like one guard they were trying to get past, um, if they do notice us, they take a minus three to their inish, um, which is pretty cool. And then I got... Sly Striker, which allows me to deal an extra 1d6 damage with two not flat-footed creatures. Like, so even if I don't get my sneak, I'm still doing an extra d6 of damage. Uh, Dope. And at uh, 14th level, I do 2d6 precision damage to creatures that aren't flat-footed. So, oh, yeah, so it scales. But those are the big ones. Sweet. Yeah. Ronnie? Oh, you talk... Are you talking to me? Kaleri, what happened to you? You look strong. Oh. Look at those damned thighs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love big thigh Kaleri. Yeah, Kaleri has <laughs> massive thighs. She has 20 strength, so. <laughs> That's a clip. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. You could use that one. That's fun. That's the truth. Uh, um, but, yes. So, Kaleri, what did I get at level 10? So, um, we did get a, a, a ability increase. So Clary now has a 20 strength. So she is like her muscles now have muscles and those muscles have muscles on the weekends. Um, so she is mm. quite strong, 
which is kind of dope. Um, but as far as like cool class related things are considered um, at level 10, I got Furious Sprint, which means um, I can spend two actions to stride up to five times my speed in a straight line. And we calculated it out. I can run 150 feet like with two actions. So if I add my other action, I can run 180 feet in one round, which is like 21 miles an hour or something like that. But then I also realized I have the feet fast movement because I respect my character. And so when I'm raging, I add a 10 foot status bonus to my speed. So I can move 40 when I'm raging, which means I can sprint up to like 280 or something dumb. Bring like, your teleports behind <laughs> you, dude. That's your new build. Yeah, no, that's the what teleports that's what behind that is. you build. Yeah, if it's in a straight line, and then like if, I'm, if I'm jag jaggy mode, then not only do I get the plus ten from raging, I also get like an additional plus ten from being a cat. So I can like run very very fast. Um, so that is basically all that. It's I gonna got. make killing ads that are running away so much easier. For yeah, yeah. Ray. I know a couple of people were really yeah. mad at me for killing those wolves. Well, I guess mean, nothing's, what? Nothing's getting away from me now. <laughs> now it's quicker. <laughs> it got a little stronger, more humane, and ridiculously fast. A whole lot faster. So <laughs> that's what I so got. So good. Let's see. I got. Um, Pilgrim's Token, like I talked about. Mm-hmm. I got um, ability scores, and then I got a couple new spells that I'm not going to tell you about, listener. Oh, Ooh. eat it! We love it. We're looking That's great. It. Love it, I'm a wizard. Level All ten magic isn't is in my really. Oh wait, I did oh. get something else. Yes. I got quickened casting, which is just so juicy. I can once a day use metamagic um, as a free action to decrease the amount of casting costs, the number of actions it costs to cast a spell by one, so long as it costs two actions. So I can reduce the spell down to at minimum one. So. That's two spells casting. in one turn. Yeah, two spells in one turn. Was it once per day? You said. Yes, only once Man. per day. That is but it's double really lightning. Boom, boom. <laughs> Can you imagine the damage of two lightning crack, bolts crack. in one turn? I that think is once per day is you effectively cool double your damage. Mm-hmm. Or or have guns. a great setup turn where I drop yeah. two buffs in one turn or so something good. like that. Nice little combos to find. I have the bad news that Christmas has oh, passed. So I know we were enjoying it. Next year we'll come. This sucks. Crappy New Year? Wait. <laughs> Crappy Will we have Valentine's <laughs> Day in February? Valentine's. Where Valentine's? all of the, the villains it's, that no, we've killed no come back to you. No Valentine's. No, no, Valentine's. I like that. I like that. <laughs> um. But yeah, what uh, I am curious, you guys, I think we're going to take what a couple days to like rest and regroup and like help out the town before you guys um, shoved off towards Kentargo, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, I think then in that case, 
some conversations have happened and you guys needed a crew to pilot the genie smile um, onto Kentargo. I believe it'll only be uh, about a day's journey mm. now right. uh, because you cut that three day walking journey down to one. Uh, and some of, of the fishermen in town have agreed to um, help pilot and, and navigate. They're going to load up everything, all of their, their trading goods, store below, um, and they are going to get ready for, you know, it's a little bit symbiotic. You guys are getting a, a free ride to to Cantargo, uh, uh, where you were wanting to kind of investigate and follow what Scarlet Triad presence is there, and then the townspeople are going to be able to really with this ship. I don't know if you're leaving it with them or wanting to claim ownership to it, but they're they're getting this kind of trade route for their town. So it's pretty symbiotic. Uh, Lepin is going to kind of uh, be on point and help you guys. And yeah, without um, unless you guys have anything you want to wrap up, I know Brian. Um, Brian's going to go along with you guys. And uh, same with um, Helica. Kaveen has gone back to the Shadow Plane for now. Uh, so it is just Helica. But Helica, Brian, you guys, Lepin, and some of the men and women, uh, able bodied, are going to shove off from Cypress Point. We see some of the townspeople have gathered, ascending a way party. They are waving. We see uh, Zarelia, the town elder, healer, uh, cleric of Desna, kind of waves. And you guys are going to pass by the coast where there is a large, um, kind of craggy looking mountain um, that you now have known looks to have been an ancient statue of Desna that has since withered and has been become overgrown. And at its peak is a small cave where the door to back home resides. And you guys pass by. Are we going to be taking the Genie Smile, a ship from a slaving company, back to the place where it came from, and just like, this is our ship now? Like, is that kind of what I hear we're doing? Do we, do we think that that would be a, like, dangerous thing? Because Contargo's a slaving city, right? Like, it's, it is it's not. not. So is it still illegal there? So... Or? What's kind of the law? Yes. Yeah. So um, I think from what you guys have been, um, I, I would say, Zach, give me. Yeah. Urkel, give me a. Wait, uh, chances is it more truck. just like an Amazon truck? Like it just looks like an Amazon truck or, you know, like, is it like the Amazon truck? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Does it have the logo or very, is it just uh, a blue van? <laughs> it's the goods are in the cargo hold. Okay, it's not the outside of the Amazon truck, it's the inside. Yeah. You guys you guys go downstairs and it looks a lot bigger than it does on the outside. <laughs> oh my god, it's the outside! Hey! If you haven't listened to Starfinder, do it! <laughs> uh, I rolled. Uh, 
I need to clip that and use that for one of our radio ads. <laughs> it's so obnoxiously loud. Uh, I rolled. I have to get to the actual stats part of my character sheet. Sorry. It's back in the editing menu. I rolled for society, you said? Yeah. 25. Roll the 12. 25. So I would assume with Urkel's knowledge of working at, you know, the biggest bank of Isker, uh, which is a vassal state of Cheliax, the empire of Cheliax, uh, you would know that Ravenel is a is a country that has recently become independent from Cheliax control. Okay. Um, and you know that it's capital Cantargo. Um, there was a bit of a revolt, a rebellion, if you will, uh, and they fought for their independence. And so the normal slavery that you would see in Cheliax is no more and has been outlawed. So we have this kind of residual slaving organization that's kind of still here. Obviously, Scarlet Triad. Right. Yeah, you but but you would you would know that this is against the Ravenelian. So law. us taking this boat or even is not going to raise any yeah. eyebrows or have any right. Ground. And it's not you don't see any Scarlet Triad uh, sigils on the actual okay, boat. Cool. Its only moniker is the Genie Smile, um, and I I think it's called Gunwale. And I don't and I don't know if I'm saying that right or not or. What, but I imagine uh, the book was saying that it kind of covers up what's going on on the main uh, top deck. So it's kind of like these walls or whatever are, are very tall. So the average person that's like um, sailing next to you can't see what's huh. really going on. And that's why they were kind of getting away with some of their illicit activities. Understood. So it's, it's, I would say this ship just looks private. It doesn't really give off like a slaver right. vibe. Okay, great. So you guys are pretty safe from that, I would assume. Uh, but yeah, you guys are on the ship. It's going to be about a day's journey. Um, you guys are leaving pretty early in the morning. And I would imagine you have most of the day to chill about, um, catch up with um, each other. And then you'll be pulling into the dock late afternoon, nighttime. Um and then some of the guys said that they know of a um, of an inn that you guys can all stay at. And then the next day, the uh, people in uh, Lepin from Cypress Point are going to do all their trade. Uh, and you guys are free to do whatever. I think they're going to stay in Cantargo for a bit if you want to ride back later. Um, so, yeah, at this point, I'm going to give you guys opportunity uh, any conversations that you guys might want to have with one another. Also, um, uh, Helica has been kind of um, interested in what you guys are doing. He's curious, mostly, why you guys are here. And then um, Brian, again, has been pretty um, pretty kind of like hanging in the back and has just been kind of keeping to himself lately. Um, but he... He's just kind of following you because he doesn't really know where else to go at this point. Yeah, I think um, 
Kilare having been like away from um, Urkel and Aaron for a little while, just hanging out with Frizzigig and you know treating him as fish bait. Uh, if Chance leaves that in, uh, <laughs> and just hang like me and Frizzy are best buds now. So um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm gonna catch up a little bit with Aaron if possible. Uh, I don't know what he's up to on the ship, but I'm gonna go find him. What are you up to, Aaron? You um you find Aaron playing one man Jenga <laughs> on a boat. <laughs> Wait, yeah, on a, on a boat. Though, it's I just... feel like. That's got to be super tough. <laughs> you notice every other turn, Aaron is using magic to cheat. <laughs> He's keeping the two. <laughs> yeah. Adjusting gravity. Yeah. Unseen servant. <laughs> Mage hand. <laughs> Unseen yeah. servant. I love Half it. Half of the, the uh, bricks are just like glowing blue and frozen in yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Claire, Claire's going to walk up um, and say, uh, Hey, Aaron. Care to play two-player Jenga instead of one-player? And then knocks over the Jenga. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Nah, we don't have to play Jenga. <laughs> oh, just, you know, uh, wanted to know how your day went yesterday. Frisky and I had a great time fishing, but didn't really get to hear what you all were up to back in the city. Mm, mostly... Hanging out, shooting the breeze, talking about things that, you know, we might find embarrassed to talk about, um, but that we really like, like hobbies and stuff. Uh, it was sweet. Um, you know, trying to be there for Brian. Tell he's having a hard time. Should probably go talk to him later today. But yeah, not too much. How was uh, how was the trip? It was good. You know, they say that when you talk too much, you scare away the fish. So Lepin kept telling us to be quiet. And Frisgig and I got into a couple of arguments, as we always do. Uh, you know, he, with his alchemical means of fishing, wanted to throw a bunch of blight bombs into the water and blow the fish up. And I kept telling him, <laughs> no, that's bad for the water, Frisgig. We can't pollute the water. And he's like, I don't know what's the big deal. I mean, we're just feeding the people. We've got to do what we got to do. It's progress, Kaleri. And I said, Frisgig, you've got to respect nature. Anyway, it was a whole thing. But, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. <laughs> he can say nothing. Bastard. He can say nothing because he's not here. <laughs> I'm sorry, Silas. Sorry, it's okay. I want to have a, I wanna go have a conversation with Urkel after they're done. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Shitting and farting in the water. <laughs> <laughs> it attracts the fish. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I was gonna say something serious. I at some point I was gonna get there. I'm sorry. Oh man. Okay. Okay. Um. Yeah. I was gonna say. Um. Yeah, Aaron. I, I'm glad you brought up Brian because I don't know. I Smash and the boys were just kind of. I mean. I didn't like them. I, I know you liked Brian, but I didn't like the rest of them. Kile was, I guess, kind of cool, but we never really got to fight. And Oliver kind of had a stick up his butt. But, uh, I mean, might be far worse than that at this point. Who knows where he is? But um, I don't know. Just another party kind of 
losing, maybe even dying, has kind of gotten in my head, you know? I, I've never really considered the fact that any of us wouldn't make it. I mean, we've been pretty close to death a lot of times, but... I, don't, I guess it just feels more real now. I, I mean, I know you're not any stranger to loss, and I'm not either, but... For the past few months, it's kind of felt like we were invincible, and... I don't know what to feel about that now. Aaron... Aaron's kind of taken aback this statement, and he says... Uh, I mean, maybe you felt that way, but... For the longest time now, I'm the one who heals y'all you last fight was really dangerous it was really scary and so my heart especially hurts for ryan because his job is my job and damn it's you don't feel invincible to me but i'm really glad that i helped make you feel invincible I guess I never really thought of it that way. You are the one that puts the pieces back together. But <laughs> I guess I'll just try to be more careful from now on. But I don't know. It makes me want to cherish moments like these a little bit more. Because I don't know when we're going to be separated forever. Whether that's because our paths diverge or because we just pass away. Well, you know, I think that if everything goes well, you and I will definitely be there when the other two, you know, kick let's, the can. Oh let's, let's not, look, let's not talk about that. Frizzy Gig's only got maybe like five more years. Look, at <laughs> level 20, Frizzy Gig can make a thing that makes him live forever. <laughs> Just gonna keep saying okay, that's just, keep the, just keep the jokes that's up while you up. can. Because pretty soon Frizzgig will be the one standing alone above all of your graves, wondering why he can't die. <laughs> Aaron, I don't that's know. That sad reality's not yours, it's mine. I don't what's I that, don't know. What's that smell? It smells like a Frizzgig <laughs> fart. <laughs> oh, oh probably it's probably just Some fish. Hot wind. I mean his he was in the belly of a so fish for for like a couple of minutes. We call him fish guts now, as I was saying earlier. Um, but all oh, little fish guts. Oh, it's fishy, fishy guts. Bait. <laughs> fishy guts. <laughs> it changes every time. Frizzy guts. Uh, <laughs> um, fishy gig. I don't know. Um, <laughs> fishy gig. <laughs> Oh, uh, Silas is gonna hand it to me when he has this conversation with Here Urkel. comes the spanking. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but amid our very serious conversation about being forlorn as an elf, um, yeah, Aaron, my parents used to always tell me that if you are to make friends with mortals who don't live as long as we do, it's really important to take life in its phases. You know, I. I think I want to do that. Whenever my friends and those who I've decided to call family at this point pass away or move on, I, I think I'm just going to put a chapter bookend on this part of my life and try to start anew. But till that happens, I don't really want to think about 
what it's going to be like without Frisgig Oracle or even you. Yeah, I know what you mean. You know, everything with my past, sometimes it feels like it was a totally different person going through all of that. I think that sometimes it's the only way you make it through. At least for the time being. Elves. <laughs> Elf parents, <laughs> am I right? Uh, Elf parents, am I right? I, uh, yeah. They always feel like every kid's got to learn how to use a bow. My word. <laughs> my, for me and my, <laughs> for my parents, it was, it was a spear. I've got the spear. I haven't thrown it. Like I've maybe thrown it once this entire campaign, but my mom was so insistent <laughs> on teaching me how to throw a spear. And now I can throw a spear when I'm raging. I, I, I just, I just want to punch shit, Aaron. I don't know. I was never and I was never <laughs> a spear girl. I was yeah. always a sword and claw yeah. girl. That's, that's You're such me. a sword and claw girl. <laughs> You're such a sword and claw girl. <laughs> I feel Girl like elf. on your like your like fiftieth birthday, your mom gave you like a little, like a beautiful spear, and you're just like thanks. Thanks. Carrying it around. Hey, it's great as a spear. You, you've always talked about it having a, one of the spear. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, the spear is good for catching fish, though. Um, Clary says, "Hey, Aaron, Aaron. I mean, one thing a spear is good for is." Hey, watch this. And she walks over to the edge of the ship, Chance. I'm going to try to spear a fish. So uh, okay. it's probably not going to work. Go. But um, Natty won. Lose the spear. <laughs> it's, it's a returning yeah. spear. So <laughs> I can't lose it. Gets, it gets nope. stung out of the boat. <laughs> it just ridiculous. Yeah. Straight back up. <laughs> just, Poke somebody below deck. would be hilarious. There's a hole in the ship. <laughs> Uh, well, Chance, I got a 35, so. Whoa. Okay. You bring it back. I'm going to roll. You're going you're gonna to get hit a, a fish. Oh, shit. Let's see, uh, let's see what kind of fish you get. Fishy gig. <laughs> okay. You know, I'm going to throw out the... You know, I'm going to say what kind of fish you get. And then someone's going to be like, actually, <laughs> salmon aren't in that kind of part of the. So I'm just going to say you catch a very tiny <laughs> fish, a very small baby fish on the end of your spear. Right. But a fish, no less. I uh, The spear returns to me, comes out of the water triumphantly. I walk over to Aaron and I say, ah, I mean, it's a trick I learned growing up. Being a jungle elf is pretty cool, I guess, but. Other than that, don't really care for it. And she just throws the fish back. It's just dead, but she just throws it <laughs> back anyway. What? <laughs> there is a full one shot about that fish that we are going to have to play through. And it just ends with a spear just skewering <laughs> it. And that's the end of its life. <laughs> don't mind me. I'm not oh rewriting God. anything right now. <laughs> Cheap parlor trick. Watch this cool. Also. Death. Also, aren't the Akujai vegan? Yes, yes, Anyways. they are. Pescatarian. But, you know, that's just loophole, loophole territory, so. Right. You know, Clary, you have, you know, reminded me that I really should go talk to Brian. You know, I think out of our party, I'm the one that's closest to us, the closest to him. And for some weird reason, he really reminds me of myself. Uh, it's almost, <laughs> it almost feels like it's weirdly intentional. <laughs> 
Um, I'll go. I need to go find him. I need to go talk to him. Okay. Well, I'm glad there's someone here who feels like they can because I I don't know. I when I look into Brian's eyes, I I don't know. I'm glad that you feel like you still have a connection with him. <sighs> Send him my regards. Thanks, Aaron. Thanks. So I think Aaron wants to go find Brian. Clary is going to look at okay. the water. <laughs> she's going to try to play Jenga. And she's not I'm able gonna go to stand in the corner. <laughs> he, uh, yeah, you find Brian, he's like kind of up on the like above the captain's quarters and and you know that um I think I I would assume the four of you guys would stay in the captain's quarters. Um but he Brian has you know said that he doesn't really want to go back there, but he's just kind of um hanging out uh the wind kind of blowing his hair as he just kind of like looks out over the horizon um aaron comes up and he's like hey brian um you care if i join you oh hey aaron no yeah that that's fine here uh i'm just aaron takes out uh out from behind his back a small fish with a hole in it that he mage handed up into his hands and says, uh, Clary got this for you. I don't know. I don't know. It's never mind. Um, <laughs> hey, I just, I just want to, I just want to check in. How are you doing? Um, I, I'm no longer suffering Jeez. as much as I was, but I, I just don't really know what to do anymore. Um, it's strange being back on this ship in a totally, in such a di different circumstance. But it is nice to be around familiar friends. Yeah. Well. Sorry. It's nice to be around familiar faces. Well, I'm your friend. Don't, don't ever question that, Brian. Big <laughs> A right here. <laughs> He's just, Fuck. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> I... I've just been thinking about you a lot. You know, I, 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 I think I know the, the, the role that you filled with your friends. Um, and I, I can't act like I fully understand what you're going through, but I think I do more than most people. I, have people that I have to take care of too. And it's, if I lost them, I, I don't know what I'd do. 
In fact, I've lost people before and I didn't know what I would do. And after that, we lost Urkel and we had to go get him, but I felt really lost and frustrated. So I just wanted to, you know, tell you that I, I think I get it a little bit, not all the way, but I don't want you to feel alone. Um, because my heart, my heart is with you. Uh, loss is really hard and I'm glad that you're not suffering as much lately, but I know that it's going to be bad again. It, it comes in waves and you know, I made you something for the next time. I have this, um, you know, this, this cheap talisman that I got a long time ago. The, this weeping angel talisman. And, um, I got it because I, I was really scared that, you know, if I was healing one of our party members and I messed up, I, I could have hurt him. So I got this talisman to, uh, you know, help with that save being throw. Uh, um, but <laughs> I thought it would be better if I, you know, repurposed it and I, I enchanted it with like a soothing spell enchantment so that, you know, when you're going through a hard time, you could hold it and know that it's okay to cry and that you're, you're not to blame. Um, and I even attached uh, a special bead from my bracelet. Um, because I don't know maybe it'll be helpful in prayer I just wanted to let you know that I'm here for you and if you still don't know what to do it's okay because you can hang out with us for as long as you want if the other guys say otherwise I'll punch him or I'll get Clary to punch him and if it's Clary I'll magically tie her shoes together every day <laughs> until she changes her mind. He takes the uh, charm and just kind of stoically looks at you and smiles and nods and says, thank you, Aaron, this... This is a great gift. Anytime. And uh, also, if you get bored, you come play Boat Jenga with me. It's <laughs> crazy. Boat Jenga. I bet we could get Clary too. She tried to, but I was afraid of what those meaty paws would do. In the background. So Damn it. 
Damn it again. She just has cat paws trying to. Yeah. <laughs> it just walks up to the Jenga tower and just does the cat like, I don't know what this is, so I'm gonna tap it a few times. <laughs> he says, "It's um, it's strange not feeling useful anymore." Hmm. I don't know if you understand that, but that's, that's all I ever tried to do when I was with Smash. I was their pillar of knowledge. Nephi's gave me my power and opened my eyes to a lot of options that helped us and when they were gone and taken I I was still of use to the murderers and slavers I still had a use. I still had my knowledge and medicine to patch them up and send them out healthy for whatever atrocities they were about to commit. And the strangest thing is that I still enjoyed it in a strange way. I enjoyed healing and saving their lives. Just knowing that I could, that they, that they needed someone, they needed me specifically. And that also sickened me. And he kind of shows his hands um, that you remember are um, very scarred from a lot of different kind of older, newer wounds. I, um, I had to do some type of retribution for the for helping them I felt like I needed a a badge of shame to remind myself of the evil that I was aiding but now I in a strange way, like I said before, I'm no longer suffering, but now I don't really feel like much at all. I don't really feel useful or have a purpose. 
But again, it's nice to be around you all. Something familiar and... Around friends. Yeah. I hear you, Brian. And the thing is, you know, when I lost people that were special to me, I'm afraid you're probably going to feel that for a long time. That stuff doesn't go away easy. But, you know, I think, I think it's okay to just get by. And I don't think it's wrong to want to be needed. Things are just going to be rough, I think. But good things come, just like the bad. But, you know, me, gang, Aaron and his friends, we'll, <laughs> we'll be with you. And you'll find a place where, you know, maybe, maybe you'll feel needed, but maybe just somewhere where you can give something good. Uh, I haven't given up hope yet. And uh, I'm not going to let you go it alone right now. So <clears throat> He kind of grips the crying angel talisman and activate it, activates it and <clears throat> casts the soothing spell. And says, thank you, Aaron. I'll treasure this. End our conversation. Right now, I'll do my best just to get by. Yeah. Well. Come see me if you need anything. Okay, pal? <laughs> Aaron leaves awkwardly. Put her there. <laughs> Come here. <laughs> All right, Frizzica, go ahead and start putting on theory, I guess. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, go ahead. What's going on? Hey, Frizz, what's up? Just staring out here at the water. Yeah, it's kind of nice. I like being on the water doing fishing. You know, I, I'm all used to fishing. Uh, Tell with me Jeremiah about your fishing and- trip. <laughs> huh, do what? Oh, did you ask me about the fishing trip? Tell me about your fishing trip. trip. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was kind of weird. You know, I uh, I like fishing the old-fashioned way most of the time if I'm just, you know, with Jeremiah or whoever else. And Right. Uh, but, like, when you're trying to, you know, mass fish for a large group of people, uh, it's more efficient to use other methods. 
Uh, I find oh, really? uh, just spearing or using nets or something like that is kind of inhumane. You know, you the fish just bleeds out and dies at the end of a stick, or it suffocates to death as you pull it out of the water and put it on a on a boat uh, out in the air <laughs> and stuff. So uh, I actually developed sense. a method, you know, back at the back at Gimgash. Um, did you know that most alchemical reagents, at least the ones I use, are uh, naturally derived materials? So any explosives I make off of them, when you use them, they actually just uh, break down into their natural components and are completely safe for the environment. That's what I told Calere, and I was like, you know, I could just drop a bomb in the water. It instantly kills the fish. They rise to the surface. You skim them off the top. Uh, plenty of food for everyone. The fish die instantly, and they don't slowly die to death. Right. And uh, and then it's you know perfectly safe for the environment. And Clary insisted that my newfangled ways were some hippie snowflake shit, and she wanted to do it the way oh, no. she was used to. It was crazy. <laughs> I'd never seen her get so up in arms about anything. Wish and I then can't she get just out of started, my head. and that's and that's. And canon. then she just started pissing and <laughs> shitting <laughs> all over. The like, is she was she also just leaning over the water, just shitting and vomiting? On the, on the fish. <laughs> She's also just making a mess. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. So that's about how it went. Oh. Well, it sounds like she is just stuck in her ways. Yeah, Sorry right? to hear that. I was surprised. Did you also know that in uh, a few levels I will gain immortality and will live longer than her? <laughs> Soon enough, I think I'm on the brink of discovering immortality. <laughs> <laughs> I only need a few God, more pieces crazy. of the puzzle. Uh, actually, ten more pieces to be exact. Just a few more months and you should be ready to go, huh? Yeah, yeah I will live longer than elves. It's crazy. Did you know my ears are also bigger and pointier than an elf's, too? Your ears? Oh, ears. My ears, yeah. Did you know that my ears are bigger and pointier? No, oh, that's know. that's fantastic. I'm so well, I'm so happy that you at least had a successful... You guys came back with a, a good amount of fish, so make sure they're nice and well-stocked. Yeah, do you have any uh, weird arguments with anybody or anybody you want to particularly shit on right now? No, no. <laughs> No, Clary took care of the shitting and farting, um, but uh, <laughs> but there is uh, no. We we pretty much just took some time around uh, uh, town to make sure that everything was kind of up and operating again. There was a little bit of damage done, obviously, with uh, kind of what happened uh, when the slavers came by. But uh, no, for the most part, it was um, more than anything a, a relatively boring few days. Uh, just making sure that the, the people were taken care of. Um, I was just about to go speak to our friend Helica here about a few things. Would you like to come along? Yeah, actually. Yeah, sure. Hey, before we uh, go over there, I just wanted to check. How? How are you doing? Are you, you okay? Are you? Yeah, I think that's actually so good. Um, I think at that point, like, Urkel, like, you know, he's just kind of, like, keeping up this, like, oh, yeah, we're, like, talking, and, yeah, I'm glad you had a good trip, and let's go talk over here. And when he asks, like, he just kind of, like, stops for a second, and his shoulders drop a little bit. And he just says, you know, I'm not, I'm not sure, Frizz. 
I... I've been thinking about it the last few days. And I... was just thinking about, you know, our entrance into Cypress Point and... how I was... just so... quick to... kill and... quick to... um... Be rid of a problem, um, and it feels, it felt more, um, I wouldn't say natural, it felt, I felt, ah, he kind of looks out over the water, I think he grabs onto the side of the ship, and I think he just looks down and says, I, I didn't feel anything, and I, it makes me nervous, and he kind of looks down at Frizz. It makes me feel uh, afraid a little bit. Yeah. Like I might it's... just, you know, like I might just do something um, irrationally or, or, or maybe too, too rashly and, and get into to trouble. I feel like there's a wall. I feel like I have a wall around me. Wall around my head. I'm not really sure how to deal with it. You know, sometimes... Sometimes you change because you want to. And sometimes you change because the world wants you to. And it feels like you don't really have any say-so. And sometimes... You don't feel right inside... And I guess what I'm trying to say is it's it's okay to not be okay. Don't forget that. I think a lot of people forget that. Like you don't have to, you don't have to have it all figured out. A lot of shits happen. A lot of crazy shits happen. And that takes a lot of processing, and it's not like we've really had a lot of time to sit and process. Um, but, but I, I look at you, Frizz, and uh, you know, it's inspiring to have somebody give you shit for it. Obviously, because it's easy, but you're always questioning. You're always questioning of whether or not something that you're doing or that we're doing is right. And I. I don't know if I do that anymore. I feel like I just see something and I make a judgment on whether or not it's a problem and then I deal with it. A lot of times it just ends in bloodshed. Maybe in the name of something just, but... I... I guess what I'm trying to say is that I... I see wisdom in you that way. I see discernment that... that maybe at one point I had, but I just... I feel like I act. I act quickly. And it's, uh, it's good to have you here to, uh, to help us think sometimes. You're a very smart young one. Hey, I, you know, I appreciate that. And also, don't... Your courage and, and foolishness are, are two different things, uh, obviously, but sometimes they kind of get wrapped up together and... 
Sometimes Maybe. stopping and to think is a good thing. But also sometimes being able to make a choice is a good thing too. So I think I I you know, I I I don't know. I'm not I'm not trying to like shoo anything away or anything. I I, I think I think any time there's an opportunity for, for growth or for change, most of the time it can go one of two ways. Really, the two ways are kind of the same thing. It's just, are you using it for good or are you using it for bad? Right. I think now more than ever, I'm struggling to do what is uh, maybe, maybe what's right and what's easy. Because a lot of times it just seems a little bit easy to just attack the problem. Think about the ramifications later. But I think, I think you're right. I think it's good to act. But I think it's good to have uh, a breath, a pause sometimes. And, uh, and really think about what, what we're doing. That's why we're you know, a team and stuff. You act for me and I breathe for you. Oh, good friend, busy gig. Thanks for for checking in on me. Don't forget, you're a good guy. I see it. No matter how much you change, you'll always be that. I think he just kind of looks out at the water for a little bit after hearing that. Yeah. I'm a good guy. That Kaleri, on the other hand, though, she loves Slap. to be cool to fish. Slaps my thigh. <laughs> well. <laughs> well. Uh, I look. Does any? Do you guys want to come? I think he would look over at the other two and be like, "You guys want to go talk to Helica?" and just like. Uh, offer the opportunity to uh, go ask any questions or anything too. I don't want to hog him all to myself. Kaleri uh, goes, uh, uh, mm. nah, you can do what you want to do. I'm going <laughs> to stay over here and murder fish apparently because that's what I like to do. Isn't that right? <laughs> Come on, it, I'm going to go pissing shit in the water over here <laughs> off the edge of the boat because I'm Kaleri. I'm and sorry. That's what you I were do. really invited to you know, our conversation. Uh, <laughs> Episode I thought you were like on the total shit. opposite side of the boat. <laughs> uh, but if you want to have this out here it, again. Kaleri <laughs> puts both of her hands up and says... Hey, fuck you, Frizz. All right? <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> she goes, oh, yeah, middle finger. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's the young one now, huh? <laughs> oh, uh, Kaleri, hold on. I have to just hold on just a moment. Uh, Urkel's got his suit pocket on, and he reaches around, and he's I think I have something for you here. He opens up his side pocket, reaches in, and pulls out a middle finger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Clay, got you a little something at that port. <laughs> I am We're just walking away, from surrounded each other. by children. All right, just backing up. It's like that video of the two guys like flipping each other off really hard yep. across the street. Aaron walks up and says, "Hey, check this out." Casts mirror image and flips you off with all of his clones. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> you got to wait a day to do that again, Aaron. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you're going to talk to Helica? Yes, I think we're going to make our way over there. 
and see what he's up to. Wait, who? Who? Oh, yeah, everybody. everybody play. Claire. Claire's playing Apparently. solo Jenga. Sure, yeah, Jenga. you guys see Helica. He is. Um, yeah, I imagine he would probably be in the captain's quarters um, indoors. You guys go in, and he is kind of readying himself with. Uh, he has got some some books, some maps, some scrolls. He's just kind of getting ready uh, for his job when he gets to Kentargo. Mm. And the door opens, and he looks up, and he says, Ah, yes, heroes, what can I help you all with? Good to see you again. I'm like, I just uh, feel like we haven't gotten much time to talk. I just wanted to... I hope we're not interrupting anything. Oh, no. I am just going over a few things. As I said, I this is a rather big uh, task ahead of me. Uh, I hope I put on a good face for my country. Right. Um, he's from Nidal, right? From Nidal, yeah. Yeah, okay. No, that's... Um that's wonderful. No, I'm I'm <clears throat> looking forward to hear that how that goes. Um, I just I, it's been it's been sitting uh, with me the last few days. I wanted to. I really am just interested. If you have the time, um, I'm interested to learn a little bit about uh, Night Doll. I've only heard tales of uh, just the, the that that place. Um, there's it's it's very different from where I grew up. Um, and especially a few of the, the rituals or spells that you were casting a few days ago. It just seemed um, very strange to me. Um, when did you start practicing this kind of magic? Well, um, shadow magic is a part of my heritage. I have learned bits of it here and there. Um, drawing upon the powers of the shadow plane. Um, as for my education, uh, I started about the same age most people go off and become adventurers or apprentices. Yeah, I assume, yeah, like you like you'd mentioned, there's a little bit of schooling or some sort of um, teaching that, that happens. Um, I, I, I can't get over something you said. Um, not too long ago, uh, about Kevin and how... Oh, yes. Um, Who is Kevin? Um, I'm just kidding. I'm just oh, kidding. Okay, I was like, wow, he just doesn't uh, care. Damn. He doesn't remember. <laughs> damn. Just nobody. <laughs> Who again? Uh, but just just you uh, uh, summoning him and um, mentioning... Uh, kind of just the the nature of the being that was summoned, and then uh, you mentioned that he didn't really mean anything to you, that he was worthless. Um, I have you always felt that way? Is it always something that is is that how they taught it to you, or um, did you ever have any a, a little bit of shock the first time you summoned something like that, creature like that? A Velstrak. A Velstrak, yes. That's right. Yes. Um, yes, my... At university. 
at at uni, if you will. Shadow I, you. Uh, <laughs> I I majored in Velstrak studies, and we were taught uh, very base courses that Velstraks only only exist merely to torture and to be tortured, namely our servant Kevin, who aided us a few days ago. He was made purely by chaos in the plane of the abyss. Um, he, I guess, was not really meant to be in the first place, nor could he feel anything. Could he really think? He is more of a thing than a person. I know to the outside they do look humanoid. You may have some sort of, you know, feelings, but I assure you, it is not in my nature to harm any person such as you as I. But Kavine is something totally different. It's fascinating. Very interesting. So, by summoning, are you in turn kind of creating the being itself? Or does it exist outside of this plane? I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm not trained in, in magical studies at all. No, um, Kavine exists oh, in so his... So such dumb. a fucking idiot. <laughs> Kevin exists on his own I merely borrow him from time to time but you see Kevin as a sacristan they they are purely the lowest of the low and desire if they could to be servants and since he has physical great physical prowess I he seemed like the one for the job for the day Hmm. Right. So, and again, just you're headed to Kintargo to have a business meeting to discuss potentially the use of Elstrax as servants of Kintargo to help the community, correct? Absolutely. Yes. Um, I, there are some other diplomats that should already be there. There are already peace talks being deal um, being made, uh, deals being brokered. Um, we're trying to build a relationship between Ravenel, namely Kentago, and my country of Nidal for trade and other aspects. But, yes, me specifically, my goal is to show that Velstrax if held onto, if molded properly can bring a sense of order and law to a place that has such a history of rebellion and dysfunction are you familiar with the history of Kentago? I think, I think Urkel just immediately thinks, maybe it's just Zach too, like hearing order and dysfunction and like there's like, like law to come with this. It just feels very, um, 
uh, Hell Knight a little bit, you know? And it's like, I just, I think he's just like kind of thinking, like trying to process everything. And then he answers, no, um, I'm not familiar. Well, uh, there is really not a lot of history we have of Kintargo uh, before the House of Thrun in the age of Lost Omens. When the House of Thrun took over Cheliax and rain, um, rain dominion over all of the, their um, cities. They took the country of Ravenel, Kintargo, and erased all of its former culture and history. But recently, in the past uh, decade or so, the glorious reclamation, are you familiar? Uh, no, jog my memory. Well, in the, to the south, the uh, order of zealous Iomen day and nights in Cheliax, um, took over a hell knight citadel that beheld one of the Iomedan artifacts, the heart's edge. Apparently it was the sword that the inheritor once drew and wielded herself. They took back her sword, this bolstered other followers in the region into a rebellion. They sought to overthrow the House of Thrun, take, take Cheliax back for the people, fighting for the goddess of good and law. Eventually they were squashed. House of Thrun came down on them with the armies, destroyed the city of West Crown. But doing so, these pockets of rebellion one took hold in Kintargo, overthrew, I believe there was a group called the Silver Ravens. They overthrew the House of Thrun's hold on the city fought them back, and signed a treaty of independence. And now, the state of Ravenel, Kintargo, they are now technically allies with the House of Thrun and Cheliax, allies with Nidal to the other side of their border. But as you can see, things are a bit interesting. Seems to be a lot of political tension. How long ago was this? This happened about four years ago. Fresh. Yes. And so as it seems to be like a little bit of a... Sounds like you are absolutely playing the role of somebody who wants to come in and, and continue to bolster relationships between Nidal and, and Ravenel, Kintago. Uh, uh, but... There seems to be a lot of parties wanting to do that as well. Um, it makes sense. I think he's just kind of piecing it together. Yes, the whole playing field is very malleable at the moment. I think hearing all of this, I think Urkel uh, is not wanting to push much more of a conversation um, in terms of like, 
like further allying himself with Helica and what he kind of is like looking to do here. Uh, and he's very interested to get to know the people of Kintargo. I think he wants to know some of the leaders as well um, and just kind of get an idea of where they're at. Because it sounds like knowing what I know about Zonkuthon and also some of this, it sounds like surrounding territory. There's a lot like House of Thrun. Like, there's a lot of like potentially evil players that are trying to kind of sink their teeth back into Kintargo. And it'll just be int- not necessarily like, you know, trying to bring them down or anything, but it just seems like there's a lot of surrounding lawful evil, you know, groups that want to kind of assist. And so it's just interesting to know. Yeah, you've got Chiliax, which is uh, under the House of Thrun rule, which are like straight up like in, like they are made like in bed with the devil. Right. Like, you know, they worship Asmodeus or Asmodeus. Like that is the main patron deity and then on their other border you have Nidal who are like worship Zan Kuthan the god of right. torture and the shadow plane you know right. so they are in the middle of this kind of region right so with, with that it's a lot of like okay I think he's just kind of smiling and nodding and you know learning a little bit um, yeah. and isn't going to really further further much <clears throat> yes well I am curious what you all are planning on doing in Cantargo. I assume it's to get to the bottom of this Scarlet Triad business? Yes, absolutely. Uh, You know, more than anything, I think we're still in the phase of trying to understand what's really going on here. Um, This is the first you've seen of the Scarlet Triad, Helica, correct? First time I've ever heard of them was when they marched on the beach and tried to clap me in irons inside check him inside yeah, check ab- him absolutely inside yeah. check him yeah i want to do the same five check that boy 32 32 wow, i just got a 23 both of us are looking really hard though tell me he's lying um you get the impression that he's telling the truth damn it that's not a lead that's not a lead <laughs> Very well. What about you? What about us? Did you first hear about the Scarlet Triad when you four walked into Cypress Point, or did you know them before? Uh, as of right now, they've it, it's been a it's been quite a bit of a underlying um, sigil, if you will. We've had a few run-ins with some smaller. Groups, bandits, ne'er-do-wells, um, all kind of bearing this strange sigil. Um, so not necessarily in conjunction with anything. We just know that this is a, a group that we're interested in knowing more about, if that makes sense. I see. Can I deception him? Uh, Yeah. If that's kind of, I mean, it's like a half truth, I guess. Yeah, it's a lie. Yeah, Yeah. it's still a lie. Yeah. 34. Okay. He nods. Yes, they seem like a strange organization. I should be in Kentago for quite some time. I know you all plan to room with 
these uh, men and women from Cypress Point. But uh, if you ever need of my assistance or want to have another chat, be sure to stop by the Nidalee's embassy. Uh, right. We absolutely will if we ever find anything having to do with... Is it more of an... Is it a cult? Is the school for him? Or... Uh um, what is no, he is. Oh, it's 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 he's, uh, he's divine. Yeah, he's divine. It's divine. That's right. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. If we have any uh, questions on shadow magic or anything having to do with the history of Nidal or anywhere around this point, we'd uh, love to chat with you more. Thank you so much for your time. Aaron walks in. Uh, oh, hey, guys. Hi, Aaron. Helica, Hi. I. I wanted to make a deal with you. Oh, God. All right. Stop what are the that. terms? <laughs> this is, that. This is the spicy the conversation I came for. I say we trade magic secrets. You teach me a little something about shadow magic. I teach you something about some other kind of magic you want to know about that I know about. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Well... Our deities do have one thing in common. I'm sure there's something that we can learn one, about one, one another. One thing in common. They're family. Well, we can all... We all I'm realize pretty sure they share different. a whole chromosome. Glory's still trying with her damn paws. <laughs> <laughs> Blocks stacked up. But yes. Yes, I would love to learn the Secrets of the arcane that you have uncovered. Oh, I got a ton of them. I got a ton of them. I got a ton of them. <laughs> <laughs> and as Aaron repeats that line, we fade through the porthole uh, as we see the ship is slowly nearing the large, sprawling city of Kintargo. We will pick up next week. Did you say Cantargo's more like a Chicago or like a Cincinnati chance? Has anyone told you about Levin's <laughs> <laughs>